welcome back to the Ace and Swish podcast. We discuss all things sports and debate. I'm Ace. And I'm Swish. Today, we're going to go over the major storyline surrounding March Madness. Of course, at the moment, there are plenty of major NFL storylines floating around, including Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets and the Bears trading the first pick of the draft. But we'll save all of our takes on that for the <clears throat> next episode and focus on March Madness, which is tipping off tomorrow morning. As quickly as we can, we're going to go region to region and discuss our sleepers, top contenders, and teams that can make a Cinderella run in a bit of a last-minute episode. Swish, start us off with the South region. Well, Ace, I think Alabama and Arizona are the top contenders in the South. Nah, not Arizona. I have them losing in the second round. Which is a good upset pick. The Arizona's elite offense, post-play led by Azolas Tugalas, great coaching, and defensive weaponry prime them for another elite eight run, in my opinion. And because of their size, I think they beat Alabama in the Elite Eight. I think Baylor, the third seed, is going to get knocked out early by Creighton or even Montana State. They have a nice scoring trio of Keontae George, LJ Cryer, and Adam Flagler. But they're too inconsistent to make a deep run, in my opinion. Virginia and San Diego State are both on upset alert, in my opinion. They are two really good defensively, slow-paced teams. That will be challenged by scoring three-point shooting teams in Furman and College of Charleston. But I think Creighton is going to beat Baylor in the second round of the tournament. And perhaps even Arizona and Alabama. Ryan Kalkbrenner is one of the best rim protectors in college basketball. They have guards that can shoot and a well-balanced roster top to bottom. I have Furman, NC State. College of Charleston and Utah State as my prime upset teams. Furman is the best two-point shooting team in the country and has a dynamic duo with Mike Bothwell and Jalen Swanson leading them. So I think they'll give Virginia some headaches and advance to the Sweet 16. NC State forces turnovers and takes good care of the ball, which is a skill that most upset teams have. I just hate their matchup with Creighton. Charleston, in theory, has a chance to upset San Diego State but I'm not sure they do it since they shoot only 33% from three. And San Diego State is a really tough team to push tempo against because of their elite defense and depth. And Utah State is a really good, exciting team that moves the ball and can really shoot it. I think they at least beat Missouri in the first round and maybe even give Arizona a run for its money, as they're saying. Swish, you're really overvaluing Creighton here. It's NC State that's going to make a run to the eighth. They've got John Smith and Jarkel Joyner, who can really score. DJ Burns can't handle your guy, Kalk Brenner. Nemhard, Alexander, those can, guys can score. Zero points. You know, I'm just going to ignore your disrespect to Creighton. But yeah, I agree. That's going to be a really fun matchup. But I give the edge to the Blue Jays. Agree to disagree. Also, UVA and San Diego State are not going to upset for the record's wish. They're good enough defensively to offset Furman 
and College of Charleston. I have Alabama moving on to the Final Four. Anyway, let's move on to the Midwest region. Houston's top contender in the Midwest, even with their star player Marcus Sasser facing some injury concerns. Their first two games should be manageable. By the second weekend, hopefully Sasser will be healthy and have full strength to help Houston make a run to Houston. Going down the bracket, I think Drake is going to knock off both Miami and Indiana to get to the Sweet 16. I love this Drake team. They have a strong perimeter defense, a balanced attack, take care of the ball, and have a star scorer in Tucker DeVries. Devries. Miami is facing injury concerns about their forward, Northside O'Meara, their leading rebounder, and don't have much of a defensive prowess. Look out for Kent State also making noise against Indiana, the latter of which has been very inconsistent this season. No, 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 no. Switch, look. Miami's not going to get upset by Drake. Jim Laranger is too good of a coach for that to happen. Terrible pick. Iowa State is one of the best defenses in the country, and that's why I'm picking them to slow down Xavier and then defeat Texas in an absolute grudge fest. That's quite the hot take, Ace. Look, Drake, in my opinion, just has the perfect balance to be an upset team. One thing I also forgot to mention is that there's a father-son relationship between Darren DeVries and Tucker DeVries, so there's that too they have. Iowa State's lack of offensive production is not going to get them past Xavier and Texas, in my opinion, but to each his own. Penn State and Texas A&M is something we didn't cover. That might be one of the best games in the tournament, it could be just a toss-up. I'm picking Penn State, but you could easily also pick Texas a Alright, let's move on to the East region, where two of the Blue Bloods are in. Purdue is the top seed in this region, but can they make it to the Final Four switch? I don't think they will, Ace. I think they're going to be upset by Duke in this Week 16, and I'll deliver the hot take of this podcast. Duke is going to the Final Four. Of course, Oral Roberts could just completely mess up my bracket, but I'm going ride or die with John Shire and these Blue Devils. I think they'll prepare enough to contain Max Aismas and Oral Roberts' roster effectively, and they're most equipped to defend Purdue thanks to the awesome length and athleticism of Derek Lively. Then, all you have to do is use the process of elimination to understand why I'm taking Duke to win this region. Tennessee lost their point guard, Zakai Zagler, to, to an ACL injury. And I think they're going to be upset by Louisiana. Kansas State has shown some weakness when turning the ball over and some legit inconsistencies. And I, I think Kentucky, they're going to show some redemption and get to the Sweet 16, but they're far too inconsistent to win the entire region. This leaves us with Marquette. I love Marquette and how Shaka Smart has made this team a Final Four contender, but they're undersized. They don't have the bigs, the size to defend Kyle Fielkowski and Derek Lively at the same time. I think that this Elite Eight matchup could go both ways, but I'm going with Duke. Bro, Duke isn't going to the Final Four. They're not even going to make it out of the first round. Or Robbins is obviously going to upset them, and you're undervaluing Tennessee. They're still a great defensive team, and will make it to the Sweet 16. No one can guard the man, the myth, Zach Eady. 
Purdue is going to coast to the Final Four, that's going to mess up your bracket. Well, one thing I also worry about with Purdue is that they have two freshman guards that have shown some deficiencies handling pressure. Edie's probably the best player in the country. I can't dispute that. But he can't do all the heavy lifting himself, and he needs guards that will, that will be able to get the ball to him. That inexperience in Purdue's backcourt is another reason I think they're going to lose before they make it out of the East region. Agree, disagree. Let's wrap up with the West region. At the top of the bracket, I think Illinois' great defense is going to smother Arkansas, which will lead to a 9 seed. We're all rooting for Howard to pull off the improbable, but to be realistic, they're likely not going to challenge Kansas. Kansas is going to cruise to beat Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Okay, so we agree. I think Kansas is going to beat Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, but I've got a whole nother road to what you guys. I think UNC Asheville is going to defeat UCLA. Yes. After what happened last year with St. Peter's, I had to slide in an improbable low seed Cinderella run. And I think UNC Asheville has the best chance to do that. UCLA's big, Adam Bona, is dealing with a shoulder injury, which would allow Duke Pember, a guy who averages a 20-point double-double for UNC Asheville, to dominate. UNC Asheville is also one of the best shooting teams in the country, and UCLA has already lost their best defender, Jalen Clark, to deal with that. So yeah. I wouldn't necessarily advise you guys to pick UNC Asheville to go to the Sweet 16, but I'm just going to take the risky proposition here for the sake of unpredictability, and I'm going UNC Asheville defeats UCLA. Man, Swish, your picks are even worse than they were the previous tournament. The reason UNC Asheville won't win is because they just didn't drop a follow on the podcast. My final four predictions are Alabama beating Purdue, Houston beating Kansas, and then Houston beating Alabama. Well, my final four predictions are Arizona beating Duke, Houston beating Kansas, and Houston beating Arizona. Dang, we agree on the national championship. Go Cougs! All right, let's wrap up this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And good luck in March Madness. We'll all be scratching our heads about how our brackets got so decimated so easily. Make sure to drop a follow or else. Thank you for listening.